We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The hottest next tape you'll find online. Next all day. We bleed blue and orange. This is Knicks Fan TV, your one-stop shop for the ultimate New York Knicks fan experience. News, rumors, debates, post-game live streams featuring live callers. Let's go Knicks, baby! And now, your host, CP, the NY Fanatic. All right, here we go. Salute to Knicks Nation Sunday matinee edition of the postgame show. CP on the check-in. Ashley Moss, Jay Ellis of the Nick of Time show. All right, well, look, let's 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 start with the good things. You know, Knicks kicked off this matinee affair with the Clippers. Came out hot. Our two dogs came out. They set the tone. Whether it was RJ, whether it was Julius Randle, came out and uh, and, and really made their mark on, on this game. And we'll get to them later. Uh, Knicks even came in, you know, as the Clippers started to pick up steam and, and uh, wake up a little bit. Emmanuel Quickly's brilliance in the second quarter kept us in it. But in the third and early into the fourth, man, it was just too much Clippers firepower that the Knicks could just not compete with. Uh, the number one stat going into this game was that the, the Clippers were the number one three-point shooting team in the league in terms of three-point makes and percentages. They averaged uh, 14 made threes on 41% shooting. Tonight, they made 17 on 43% shooting. And it wasn't just their heavy hitters. It, it wasn't just Kawhi and Paul and, and uh, Paul George. You had Serge chipping in with, with a couple threes. Patrick Patterson, Reggie Jackson. And, uh, again, Quickly's brilliance in the second and fourth kept us in the game. And the Knicks fought. The Knicks fought for 40 out of 48 minutes. But in the end, it was just too much firepower from the Clippers. Knicks go down 129 to 115. JLs, what were your thoughts on this game, man? Uh, listen, I, this is one of those losses where I'm not super upset about it. I call yeah. it, I, no, I call I'm not it like a, it's like a good loss. Like you, you, this, this team, this team CP, their championship contending team, they're they coming in hot. They have legitimate all stars, and we went toe to toe. Superstars, yeah, superstars, superstars, all stars. And also, like, the, the way their team is built, they're built like a modern NBA team. They have power forwards and centers that stretch the floor, that stretch you out, that allows you to take advantage of uh, Kawhi Leonard and Paul George strengths, you know, getting in that mid-range, kicking it out. So it was hard for us to keep up with the defense um, from, for all four quarters, having right. to guard inside and outside all game, which is why they shot the way they did. But it's, it's just the, the poise of R.J. Barrett, to me, was what I was really proud of. It was like watching Ali 
crazy to me. It was like one punch, one punch. Went toe to toe with the claw. He went toe to toe with the claw. Toe to toe with Leonard, man. Toe to toe with Leonard, and he didn't give up. Even when the fourth quarter was things started to go awry, he still fought. And even though the Knicks lost this game, you just saw the. You just saw that there's something here. There's yeah. something to build a foundation on, whether it's RJ, whether it's IQ, whether it's Randall, or, or you, there's just something to hang your hat on with this team. So yeah. even though we lost, I don't feel Still really bad about it. Still yeah. positive. Ash, how are you feeling today? Yeah, I mean, that's a good point, Jalis. I, I do believe that there are things called good losses and bad losses. I think anytime you can go toe-to-toe for a majority of the game with a championship caliber of a team like the Clippers, it's a good loss. Um, I know that's an oxymoron because a loss in itself is not anything that's good, but we showed fight and we showed that we can kind of hang with teams that are rated a lot higher above us. And also I think, you know, we abandoned a little bit of our game throughout this entire game. Obviously it wasn't a defensive um, performance from either team, but the thing is, and we were talking about this off camera, is when you are going against a team that has shooters, you can't get into a shootout yeah. because when yeah. they catch fire, especially late in that fourth quarter or midway through that fourth quarter, you just can't compete. And you abandon your defense, and what that does, it prevents you from getting stops. And those stops help your offense, especially when your offense is struggling a little bit to hang in there. So, yeah, we did things that were beneficial to the game, to us, rather than keeping us in it through most of the game. But as we know, basketball is a four-quarter game. It's not how you start. It's how you finish. And it's a game of runs. And it's a game of shots, and our shots weren't falling when necessary, and we just couldn't hang tough when we had to. But I think we showed a lot of promise in a lot of yeah. other areas of that this game today. Yeah, I agree. And and they fought. You know, like I said, they fought for 40 out of 48 minutes. Uh, like I said, this this three this Clippers team is the number one three point shooting offense. Knicks defense number one uh, uh, defending the three. The thing about the Knicks defense is they they're gonna give you open looks. And you know, part of that JLS was yeah, the rotations needed to sharpen up a little bit. But if you got to double down on Kawhi Leonard, you got to yeah. double down on Paul George. Give poison. credit to the Clippers. They moved the ball well around the perimeter, mm-hmm. found the open guy, and the guys that you wanted to beat you beat you. Whether it was Patrick Patterson who was three for three from downtown, Reggie Jackson. Jackson, who was three for six from downtown, he hit two big threes in the second half on us. Or Serge, you know, Serge Ibaka, three for four from downtown. So, Patterson, 13, Ibaka, 15, Reggie Jackson, 18. I mean, their supporting cast had their name all over this game. You had Mook coming off the bench with 11 points. You know, the Knicks just couldn't couldn't match that type of firepower. But as I said, on, on the positive note, love Julius's start. You know, loved his energy. He never quit in this game. 27 points, 12 boards, 5 dimes. And you know what? And When Ashley said we, we couldn't compete from threes, who do we need those three threes from? We needed it from Julius, who chipped in with 4 for 5 from downtown, our best three-point shooter on the night, J.L. So uh, Julius came, came with it. And R.J., R.J. Barrett, another efficient night. 9 of 14 from the field. Five or six from the strike. The snake dribble into the foul line mid-range. The step back fadeaways at yeah, the at man. the you know end of the shot clock. RJ was patient. He was in his mid-range man. bag. And then on the other end, he had to check the claw, man. I, I thought RJ stepped his game up, and this was a good lesson learned for him. This is this is a very good lesson learned for RJ today. This is this is my I told you so smile. He this did. is my. I told you so, Smile, because everybody wanted to count RJ out. And nice. I just want to go ahead and put this out here. I'm accepting cash apologies <laughs> for the RJ Barrett Cater Club. 
My Cash App is on my Twitter, Let's so if go. you want to go ahead, only Cash App apologies. I don't want to hear, you know, your sorries in the chat. Send me money. Anyway, <laughs> um, here's the thing. RJ has consistently started to play in his bag, and meaning that is that he is going to continue, and he has been continuing, rather, to play in his game. He's not doing things that are outside of his game. Yeah. He's not playing under his game. He is playing in his bread and butter. And when he does that, he's unstoppable. When he does that, you realize why he is going to be the face or one of the faces of this franchise. And that's what we've been wanting from him. We didn't want him to take these crazy 30-footers, try to do a long game. Obviously, we would like a little bit more of a mid-range game from him as, you know, he's working on working his way up, rather, his trajectory. But still, mm-hmm. right now, when he does those floaters, when he drives into the lane, when he plays his defensive game, he is unstoppable, and that's what I've been yeah. wanting from him. Just play in your bag, RJ. Stay in your bag until you develop more tricks. It's easy as that. And, Man. And that's what he's doing. And, and JL says there's one segment, there's one sequence in the first quarter that I loved. It was uh, they, they had RJ on a mismatch with Zubox, and he was, he was kind of buried yeah. in the corner. And yep. both Fizz, both t- I keep mixing up Fizz and Tibbs. Both Tibbs and Randall had to move out to the elbow which is where he can, you know, get a better angle to the basket, drives on Zubox and, and hits the the sweeping hook on him. And, and that was a lovely move, man. Go ahead, bro. Yeah, not nah, for real. Like, oh, man. the I was talking with Terry the other day. Like, the spacing and the chemistry between RJ and Randall is just coming along, man. Like, these guys are willingly passing the ball to each other, recognizing who has a mismatch and just giving it up. And you saw them try to adjust that spacing on the fly today, and it worked out. And, and he was able to take advantage of it. And RJ is just being a smart player offensively in general. He's yeah. not barreling into the rim anymore. Mm-hmm. He, he's driving to spots now. You he's know, finding his, uh, yep, he's finding yeah, the opportunities. He's, yep. Yeah, he's like, I'm not going to drive into the crowd. I'm going to run to this point of the floor where it's empty, pull up for my shot, and be doing that more consistently to the to the point where I feel like the the Clippers adjusted their defense towards like the the second mm-hmm. quarter because he was starting in a little mid-range game so man i'm really loving the the maturation of rj i even heard walt clive fraser kind of mentioned the the all-star word for rj he's like he, i think he, I, yeah i feel like he said he thinks next year he might be the all-star, all-star. correct yeah. me if i'm wrong oh, but I, yeah, hey, sure. next year and listen work on we forget RJ is only 20 years old. I mean, right. the sky's the limit for him. And I, you know, great point, JLS. He is starting to play smarter. I think, you know, sometimes, especially with his first season with fans being in, you know, the garden, it puts that pressure on you. New York's not an easy place to play. It's not an easy place to play badly in also. So it kind of puts that pressure on you to make you feel like you have to do more than you're necessarily maybe ready to do. And I think that this season with fans not being in the garden has been almost a blessing for RJ because he's really been able to figure out his game and execute that without the existing pressure of the energy of the fans in the garden. And I think when fans do come back, they're going to see a whole new RJ. And I'm excited to see him continue down on this path and put nine god in the chat for my dog <laughs> Throw a dog hashtag, is trying to clown him nine god and i'm not having it hashtag nine let's god. go last you 10 giving games. up on these players and because of one week of bad nah, play not, not that a, even goes for kevin knox i have jokes for two but still i can't give up yeah. for one. And, and we'll get to that last 10 games for yeah. so rj 19 points a game 5.9 boards 81 percent from the free throw line 47% overall, so RJ's definitely in his bag. Now, people in the chat want to know, what about IQ? You skipped IQ? No, we didn't skip IQ, man. IQ needs his own segment. 
Because like I said, this second quarter, as the Clippers started to pick things up, you got you to gotta remember now, with the Clippers, with George and Kawhi Leonard, there's never a point in the game where, where both of them are off the floor. So they're able to balance their lineups very well. So you had, in the second quarter, you had Lou Williams out there, you had Mook, and you had Paul George who played half of the second quarter. So the Knicks were, were very, very fortunate to stay in that game, and most of it was because of IQ starting in that second quarter. He gave us 10 points in that mm-hmm. second quarter. Burks chipped in with another seven. That was pivotal for the Knicks in that second quarter. And then in the fourth, I mean, IQ's brilliance brought this thing down to two points. It was yeah. a two-point game. That's why I said they played 40 out of 48 minutes because – he shoots a three. They call it downtown. My man shot the three from Dykeman. He was so far back. <laughs> Closes the gap to a yep. two-point game, and we're right there, right in it, man. But this is where I felt like the game turned because after he hits that three, the Clippers get a dunk from Zubox. It's 107 and 103. Rivers wasn't good tonight. Rivers Rivers nope. was not good tonight. He, he continues to miss OB on the leakouts. Doesn't really pass as, as, he, as much as you want him to, but nope. Rivers has a turnover after that. Then he fouls Paul George. Paul George hits a two. They're up 109-103. Then quickly he's guarded by Kawhi Leonard. Brick, he, he takes a bad three there. It was a bad three. Misses a three. Mook claps back with another three. It's, it's 112-103 to 103 with six minutes left. At this point, I'm kind of questioning, like, where's RJ? Where's Mitch? Yeah. Because Tibbs calls a timeout and goes right back with the same lineup. And if I could just be petty for one second, <laughs> Boston Rivers should be banging it on Paul George every time he sees him, okay? And he knows why, all right? That's, so pro- fact, that's probably why he wasn't passing it. That's the fact, yeah, man, got in his head. The fact that he was so, like, subdued this game was annoying. You should be banging it, dropping 30 points on this boy's head Mind every games. time you see him, okay? <laughs> and I was going to leave it there. If you know, you know, if you okay? Know, you if know. you know, you know. Oh, you know. Yeah, man. So, so right. So, at that point, it's 112-103. Tibbs comes back with the same lineup, and then Kawhi Leonard hits another shot. It's 114-103. And I think that was the game, and that was definitely the game. But, um Listen, all in all, it was a valiant effort, man. It was a valiant effort. Definitely can't complain yeah. with, with, with the outcome, Jails. Yeah, yeah. IQ needs more reps with the starters. I'm going to just say Well, that. yeah, yeah, he does. He I'm, does. I'm, you know, he's still the, – the, the minutes were still, you know, tipped in his favor. And I don't I, think Peyton was all that terrible today, to be honest no, with you. I don't think I know. was I'm, terrible at all. Man. I'm not saying he was terrible at all. I actually felt like Peyton played well today. I yeah. felt like um he he was more willing to pass the ball. That was a huge part that I was complaining about for this whole 2021 game stretch. Mm-hmm. Um, and he found Mitch in the beginning for like a nice easy dunk. Um, he hit, he he shot the ball when I felt like he should have shot it. So I, I wasn't really upset with Peyton today, but I'm just yeah. I'm just saying we just need we just need quickly to we need, get we reps. need his offense, man. We need his yeah. Offense, we need him bro. to get reps yeah. with Randall and RJ yeah. because when the when it was time for the 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 game to close, I just felt like. Even yeah. though he provided the spacing, like the chemistry wasn't there yet, and it was kind of second guessing on when to go and when not to go. Yeah, just get that and, experience. Yeah, so I just think they just need more reps together. I got you. I, I definitely got you there. So um, yeah, Knicks lose one twenty nine to one fifteen at MSG. The matinee. Salute everybody in the chat once again. Hit that thumbs up button for your squad. CP Ashley Moss JL is going to check in. Let's see who's go. What's going on in the chat? Oh, we got a one hundred dollar super chat. 
My guy Michael Parker drops a bomb on us. He says, salute yeah. to my bro CP on 30K. Yes, that's right, people. 30,000 subscribers on Fan TV. Salute to everybody who's continuing to make that happen. And uh, listen, this is what you guys do. This is this is the drive that you guys uh, put in for Fan TV by hitting that thumbs up, subscribing to the channel, leaving a comment, and it continues to push us in a forward momentum. So definitely appreciate that. He says, salute to all the day ones. Salute to the chat. And one time for the mods. Salute my guy, Jay Ellis. And hello, Miss Ashley. So salute to Michael Parker. Hi. Definitely appreciate the love, man. He's been holding us down from day one. Definitely appreciate it. Uh, some more super chats came in. Um, Larry Israel, she says RJ missed easier head pass and maybe needs to make some more passes on the break. Yeah, he missed one JLs late in the fourth when he gets that steal on Kawhi Leonard. But I yeah. also thought the spacing was kind of bad. You have Bullock and Randall right on top of each other, on top of RJ, and RJ instead kind of forces it. Misses the, the, the layup, the toilet bowl's out, doesn't get the call either. And so, yeah, yeah that was a tough point. That was a tough point in the game. No yeah, it was kind of tough. Facing yeah. was a little weird, though, so I'm not even, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Shout out Fat Boy with Kick, sends a super chat. He says, we competed. That's all I asked for. Definitely appreciate that. Junior mm-hmm. Karoma says, RJ figured it out. IQ's the real deal. Julius is a superstar. Three-headed monster and free Frank. <laughs> he says free Frank. Yo, I'm, yeah, I'm here. Yo. I'm hearing that Frank is still injured, man. Yeah, that's what Tibbs said. Tibbs kind of alluded to the fact I'm that Frank was still, <laughs> still on the I'm mend. calling both. I'm Tibbs, calling both. Tibbs said he was still on the mend, ass. I got, I got to believe the coach. What do you want? Yeah, the coach both. said. You know why I'm going to call both? Here's why. Because one report says that he's ready to go. And that was a report that people were running with for many days. And then I think what happens is, is Tibbs gets word, I'm sure he has his ear to the streets, if you will, that people are unhappy with the fact that he continuously plays Peyton when Frank is very much available, very much, you know, able to contribute to this team and show what he can contribute. And now all of a sudden he's injured again. I'm not buying it. It's bull. I'm calling, wow. I'm calling the conspiracy here, Jay It's cap. It's cap. The way is calling conspiracy. <laughs> I think Frank is very much able to play. I think <laughs> Tibbs does not want him in the rotation, has no desire to put him in the rotation for whatever reason. And that's why he's injured again. I'm, I'm calling Cap. Yo, you, know what's, you know what's funny, too? Yeah. The way the way RJ's playing, because now you can start to see his playmaking is starting to pick up even more and more. Like, they're running the offense a lot more through RJ and Randall now. This is, like, perfect Frank territory yeah this is like perfectly made for frank be a secondary playmaker shoot your open threes or break it down a dish for to an open man that's like perfect yeah for what he can do but is he injured i don't know ashley says he's he's not injured it just doesn't make sense to me like (laughs) if you think about this logically frank you had all of this time where he was hurt, right? And now all of a sudden there was a report that came out from multiple sources. It's not even like one person reported it. It came from multiple sources that he was no longer dealing with injury and that he was ready to be infiltrated into the rotation. Then the report came out that Tibbs doesn't have a spot for him in the rotation. He has no desire yeah, to put him in the rotation. And now it's coming out that he's hurt again? Come on now. Like if it walks <laughs> like a duck, quacks like a duck, it's a duck. Just say that you don't have a spot for him in the rotation. You have no desire or interest in playing him, and just keep it real. I like can't I, call it I'm gonna, I'm gonna go back to what I said last game. I mean, last post show. If you're not going to infiltrate him into this rotation or any rotation or any part of this team, 
then set him free so he can go and develop somewhere hey, or, or else. Or send him to the G League. DSJ opted for it. Exactly. Stop DSJ holding a loss of stock for him, and you're not using him. It's a waste. Yeah, might as well. Figure it out. Might, might as well follow DSJ down in the G League, man. Let, let's hit the phones real quick because I want, I want to hear from the people right now. Let's go to Colorado. Shane, what's going on? Shane, how you feeling? What's good, CP, was Ashley. So I wanted to talk about Tom Thibodeau real fast. Tom is the best coach that we've had since the – since Mike Woodson, since yep. the early 2000s, late 90s. But the problem with Tibbs is he holds us back slightly. With Peyton, his, uh, his love for Peyton is insane. IQ is showing something that we ha- we haven't had since Charlie Ward, a rookie of the year, Mark Jackson type of point guard, who can literally take over games with his ability to heat up fast. What's annoying is IQ should be starting. Peyton consistently puts us in a deficit from the first quarter and the in, and the third quarter. It's annoying. That's just my point. I wanted to get that in. Okay. I appreciate you guys. Y'all do a hell of a job on the show. Thank you, bro. Appreciate it. I appreciate it. Appreciate Shane. Uh, yeah, I mean, listen, I hear it. We, we hear the gripes all the time, and, and we've, we've you know also echoed those sentiments. I don't think that was the cause of the loss today. Listen, they went up against a team with way more firepower than they had, whose supporting cast was bombing yeah. away, in, including two superstars on the team. I, you know, IQ's not a one-man show. He he still did his thing today. He, he did, yeah. like I said, second and fourth quarter, he was brilliant. 25 points, three dimes, three assists, a block, 9 of 16 from the field. He missed a free throw, JL, so, so he, he yeah. wasn't, uh, wasn't as perfect as, as he usually is. But I thought... You know, and this Clipper team is also good at defending the paint. And I thought when we needed to attack uh, in the paint in the first half, we did so and did so well. And we were aggressive. Yeah. And part of that was Peyton. I'm, I'm not going to put this one on, on Peyton per se. Listen, they had a chance to win the game. with, with they, they were down two. 105-103 quickly was in that game. He never left the game and he closed the game. And they still lost about 14 points. Yeah, you're, you're absolutely right. And, you know, you, you take that loss. You take that loss. I mean, granted, maybe they should have put RJ and Randall in. Yeah, I was looking for RJ and Mitch in for Rivers because Rivers was just, like Ashley said, big yeah. playoff P took Rivers out the game to mentally. I don't know where he was at. Listen, yeah, you that listen, out. listen. <laughs> that's how I feel about that. Like, yeah. every time I see him banging on 30 piece, like, it's just not okay. <laughs> not okay. I need more energy. Yeah. If, I was, if I was his sister, we would have to have a conversation because, no. Yeah. Rivers is like, for me, it's like Rivers, you can tell what type of game Rivers is going to have with the first five. Early, minutes. early, early, yeah. Yeah, like, it seems like, if for me, if Rivers is not dropping ten threes in a row in the yeah. first five minutes. Yeah, don't, <laughs> don't look for it. Don't look for it, man. Because it just affects everything else. Yeah, like, yeah. Streaky play, else. man. He's, yeah. he's a streaky player, but yeah, I'm, I, I, I can't go with the, uh, you know, the, the, the Peyton thing today because I, I don't think that, I don't yeah. think that was the issue. We, we just got outgunned. Playing yeah, we got more I, bullets. He's got more bullets. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, I know everybody wants to see IQ start. Me too. I just don't want to see it happen before it's ready. And I think sometimes, you know, with some players, it's not all players, but unfortunately, you don't know what kind of player that person's going to be until they're in that situation. I think sometimes when you're used to coming off the bench. And then you are in a position where you're a starter. It changes your game a little bit. It changes your the way your mind approaches the game a little bit. And I think in order to be a starter, you have to be consistent. 
and I think IQ is heading in the direction of consistency. I still yeah. think that sometimes, you know, he's inconsistent. And I think Tibbs, his, you know, ideology behind it is he wants to get more consistency than less consistency from IQ before he puts him in that starting rotation because doing it too soon may actually throw his whole trajectory off. So I don't have a problem with him continuing coming off the bench. And I would like to see probably around, I think we spoke about this All-Star before or after the All-Star break, which is in March this year. I would like to see if he continues down the path that I think he's going to continue on, which is this year. I'd like to see him become the starter. And he's closing, so he's getting there. You know, he still played more minutes than, than Peyton, so he's getting there. He's getting there. Tibbs, Tibbs knows, man. Tibbs knows. Yeah. So he, he's definitely getting there. Um, so to everybody in the chat, once again, hit that thumbs up button for your squad. No Kev today. No nope. Kev. With, with the Knicks uh, coming back at full strength, Reggie Bullock returned, started. You have Burks back in the rotation, Rivers in the rotation, Obi's there, Quickly's there. No Kev. Corner boy Kev, we've been looking for him. He's been struggling past, you know, five or ten, you know, five or so games. Didn't play to, at all today, JLs. Any issues there for you? Any issues there? Uh, I don't even know, man. I don't even know what to say. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I guess, like, like I said, with the Rivers thing, if Rivers is not playing well, you might need my my time to pull him. Maybe you, you put Kevin for Rivers this game since Rivers wasn't playing well the whole game, you know? Yeah. But um Kev hasn't really been on hasn't been on for a week and a half. I keep saying we jinxed him. We they, they announced <laughs> it ever since they announced that Kev was the best corner three point shooting person in the NBA. Went, went downhill fast. Went down. Went it's like I, I just, fast, boy. I felt like he was watching T V. You know like when you're a kid and you're riding a bike? And you have yeah. your, your 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 parent holding the bike behind you, and then they let go. You don't realize yeah. that they let go. And you wobbly on the you wobbly exactly. You like, <laughs> and, and, like, and it's turning. You doing it? You like you're doing it. You look back and you realize like your parents' hands not there. You just that's fall Kev. over and run into a tree. Or something. I think Kev. that's what happened with Kev, man. That's what happened with Kev. That's what happened with yeah. Kev, man. He was riding on his own, didn't realize yeah. it. And then thought too much, and now he's in the bush and we're in a ditch. Yeah. <laughs> in That's such bush, a good man. analogy. And I already see everyone in the chat talking about, well, IQ's inconsistent, but what about Peyton? Listen, I'm with you, but we already yeah. know there's some sort of, you know, love affair between Tibbs mm-hmm. and Peyton. So it doesn't matter if he's consistent, not consistent. That man's going to start. So it's the coach. That's the coach's decision. I completely agree with you. I think mm-hmm. IQ's more consistent. Then um, Peyton, but in order for, you know, IQ to come out on top of the situation, he's got to, you know, provide or rather perform day in and day out because Tibbs is not hopping off that Peyton train anytime soon. Yeah. So that I agree with you guys there. That's not I'm not saying that Peyton's more consistent. I'm just saying he happens to have the Agreed. coach's ear and that's sometimes all you need. Agreed. So. Agreed. Um, so to everybody in the chat, once again, hit that thumbs up on the Fury Squad. We got um, 1,200 on this matinee kickoff. Let's get those likes up. Let's get those likes up to 1,000. Hit that thumbs up on Fury Squad. I want to shout out Bless NYC. Sends a super chat. He says, fun game. The foundation is starting to look bright. Side note, great interview on WFAN yesterday, CP. Salute to Bless NYC. Salute everybody that... Um, Checked out that interview. Evan Roberts of WFAN says he always watches the show, especially when we lose. So he might be watching right now. He might be watching right now. So salute to Evan Roberts and everybody at WFAN for the uh, invitation. TM, if you have the link to the show, um, definitely drop it. it it's, it's on Knicks Fan TV's podcast. So definitely um, drop those links in there for the people who may have missed it. All right, back to the phones. Let's go to um, Washington Heights. Papo, what's going on, Papo? How you feeling, bro? Yo, what's going on, guys? 
My question is about Obi. Mm-hmm. He looks so awkward out there. He's just running, putting his hands up for a pick and runs to a corner. Started to remind me of Frank. When Frank would just dribble the ball to the half court, give it to somebody and just go to a corner. So I don't know if he's being developed by, by Tibbs. I just want to know what you guys think about Obi. I know it's only 12, 13 games he's played, but yep. you can tell when a player's going to be a dog or not. He's looking weird out there. Yeah, I mean, look, man, I, I hear you, bro. I hear you, bro. It's going to take some time for Obi to get it together, man. Nope. Yeah, yeah, I'm here, I'm here, bro. It's going gonna, it's gonna to take some time for Obi to get it together, man. And, and as I said, the point guard play is going to be linked to that, JL. It's like there's no way around it. You, you know what I mean? Right now, he's not a post-up player. He's still trying to find his, his, his way. I, I thought there was opportunities with Moot Gardner to try to, you know, try to see if you could take him off the dribble. Use your yeah. athleticism a little bit and draw fouls. Like, get aggressive out there on the face-up game. We know the yeah. post-up isn't there. Um, you saw him visibly oh, frustrated in this game when Rivers wasn't finding him. Even IQ mm-hmm. wasn't finding him. He was out there on the leak outs, you know, trying to get some, some fast-break transition buckets going. They weren't finding him. There were no pick-and-rolls ran for him at all, hardly yeah. ever. And so Obi's frustrated, man. So, he, you know, his, his time will come. It's just, it's just going to be slow. It's going to be a slow burn for him. Yeah, especially games like this when IQ is just kind of going off. Like, when you know, he's going off like that, um, it, it's hard for him to even get some ISO situations to see if he can get something at least consistently. And then also, at the same time, you know, like you said, people were, were pointing out that he's he has his one hand out for leak outs, trying to get the ball for some easy baskets, and no one's looking up and no one's giving him the ball. So uh, he, he got, I feel like he got a little frustrated. He's also, I'm kind of pouting in the corner. I, I know I saw CP kind of tweet about that. And listen, like CP said, we're gonna need some guard plates to kind of unlock him at some point this season, or at least have him have a little bit more reps as a guy who can <laughs> score. You know, like 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 CP said, even though the post game is not working, maybe try to you know outspeed some of these big face up or uh, you know head fake and go type of type of game like that. But it's not happening for him right now. Yeah. So I give him a chance, yeah. man. He yeah. definitely, you know, he definitely looks like he's on an island by himself out there. He yeah. looks a little lost. Um, you know, when he chucked up that thirty footer, I was like, who? Like rainbow who, threes. I don't even think it landed brother, yet. But you know, that landed. was a frustration. Like heat check because if he yeah. had hit, it would have been like, oh, you want to pass me the ball now? It just obviously didn't go that way. Um, I think though, Obi may be trying to do too much sometimes to prove that he belongs. Mm-hmm. I think you know throughout this game he should be driving it more to the rim, using his size, things like that. I think you know he's he's acting out of frustration because he doesn't feel he belongs. It looks like he doesn't belong when he's out there. He's being iced out a little bit, and yeah. that can be yeah. frustrating. Yeah. Rivers is killing me with that man. Rivers yeah, is killing man. me. Man. Let's just be real. He's not bad. Past couple yeah. of games now, from the West Coast trip now, he he's just been tunnel vision with everybody, especially Obi. He's not passing it to him whatsoever. So, mm-hmm. again, yeah. who who he's out there with makes a big difference. It's a big difference, Shales. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I don't, and I don't even know what that's about. I don't know if like Rivers is trying to, you know, what's the word, haze him or a little bit. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what's going on, but know, it's definitely. Um, it's definitely something – it's definitely going to hinder Obi's development if he can't – if Tibbs can't find him a spot that allows him to get the ball more in his hands. It's a, yeah. it's a yeah. ball right now. Yeah. He just needs touches. He just needs touches to, to develop right now to yeah. see what he has in his game. And right now, I mean, he's not getting those. I mean, we saw some touches in the Golden State game, you know? Yeah. 
But we need some yeah. consistent consistent touches for Obi to see what he has and develop that develop him on that side of the ball. Definitely, man. So to everybody in the chat, once again, hit that thumbs up button for your squad. CP, Ashley Moss, JL, so the Nick of Time Show in the building. Number one show for the fans by the fans. Knicks lose 129-115, to and we are recapping the game here from the fans. Uh, salute to Chuck D. Chuck D's been in the chat watching with the fans, talking with the fans all day long. So if you guys are Chuck D fan, Public Enemy fans, throw a hashtag PE to salute the general in the chat right now. We got a couple more super chats. If you guys are new in the chat, leave us a hashtag new as well. We'll, we'll definitely shout you guys out. Let me um, shout out a couple super chats. <clears throat> Fritz Elliott says IQ will eventually start. However, I like the way Tibbs is using him at this time. Ed Powell says play Frank over Alfred. Tired of RJ and Randall passing to the corner, and it's Alfred gearing up for a brick. He didn't say for a brick. I said that for a brick. But yeah, I actually, <laughs> I agree with that. But. Yeah, hundred um, percent. B Swade says Randall, RJ, IQ combined for seventy-five, which is more than PG, Kawhi, and any other starter. Once these boys get a strong supporting cast, they're gonna be a problem. Take Congrats. that for data. Real Rel says, "Tell me this has a player tips." Tell me this, has a player ever gotten sixth man of the year and rookie of the year in the same season? Because IQ can get that. Has it been? I don't know. I don't I don't know. Let me know. Yeah. I'll be stat boy today. All right, no doubt. No doubt. <laughs> Do the damn thing. All right, back to the phones. Let's go to uh, Nate from Rochester. It's been a minute. Nate, how you feeling, bro? What's up, guys? Uh, feeling all right. Good game. Um. First point, um, about Emmanuel quickly starting, there's a lot of chatter about him wanting to get in. And uh, I kind of thought back to uh, something that Gilbert Arenas said about Lou Williams, who he gets compared to often, mm-hmm. is that when you get put in the second unit against these uh, against these teams, mm-hmm. typically there's going to be more fouls kind of like had, which gets you to the bonus, and we know how good quickly mm-hmm. is at the free throw line and drawing fouls, so... That kind of bodes well for him, and I think that's kind of like what helps his efficiency so much. So, you know, like, obviously you want him to get more minutes, which he has been. But, you know, I think Tibbs knows what he's doing, so I wouldn't worry too much about that. Yeah, I ain't worried about it. Uh, also, uh, with RJ and uh, Randall, um, <clears throat> holy God damn, I'm tired. Uh, <laughs> what was the thing? Oh, yeah, RJ and Randall, they, uh, their chemistry has improved a lot from last year. Yeah. Yep. And this is kind of something that I've harped on between uh, between years, just like overall. Like, we have no continuity on this roster. Typically, we have like a different team every year. And it's like now we see, like, you know, when these people play more, they get better together. Hmm. Like, RJ has gotten better. Randall's gotten better. And they exist on the court together. They're looking for each other actively. And they just kind of seem like they like to be around each other more. I've seen them, like, yeah. kind of. They're chemistry's encouraging there. each other more. Okay. Um, chemistry's there, man. Yeah, that's all I got. Um,. All right. Kevin right. Knox. Appreciate the text. Oh, God. I right. appreciate the call. <laughs> <laughs> he, he leaked that one in there. He snuck that one in there. Yeah. Mad casual. So, salute to Nate, man. But, yeah, you know, listen, um, the, the chemistry with Julius and RJ is definitely improving. You saw yeah. a, a much more patient Julius as they were running the offense through him through the post. And RJ kind of being that, you know, that secondary option for him. They spaced the floor fairly well in the first quarter for each other. And, and so, yeah, as Nate said, as they – um, you know, play together some more and get some more reps together. You see in the chemistry, even the Clippers, you know, even the Clippers talking about the competition, just thinking about last year, how everybody wanted to break that team up and, and run everybody out of town. 
you got to give teams a chance to gel, man. Every team is not yeah. just going to go out there and perform overnight. And you see what this Clipper team is doing. They they added some pieces. Ty Lue is, is obviously coaching them very well, and, and they're, they're right at the top of the league. So give credit to them as well. Yeah, man. It makes – Oh, go, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Uh, I was going to say, it just makes future decisions a lot harder, CP. That's yeah, a lot harder. A lot harder. But, decisions a lot harder. Yeah. <laughs> but as you were saying, man, just just, just take that option and, and extend that decision-making of that. Mm-hmm. Make it a little bit harder. You know what I mean? Make it a little bit harder. Just extend that option for sure. And it doesn't look like it's actually ever been done. Ben Gordon was the first rookie to ever win six man of the year, but he didn't actually win rookie of the year also. Ah, so it looks like the record is there for the taking. Okay. IQ, what it do? IQ, what it do? Let's see. Let's go. Let's see. I I believe he's he's moved into – um, second place in points per game among rookies right now uh, with a minimum minutes requirement. I'll, I'll check that stat again, but I think he has moved in. Let's see what Jonathan Washman of Bleacher Report, former guest of this show, salute to Jonathan Washman. He says that after another 25 points, quickly is now second among rookies in scoring, 12.4 points per game to Anthony Edwards, 13.1 points per game, who's playing over six or more minutes a game. It would be so funny. It quickly uh, got rookie of the year. Yeah. Considering yeah. that uh, he also beat Anthony Edwards as a, <laughs> as in like college, SEC right? player of the year. SEC player of the year, right. right exactly, right, yeah. in college. So if he was rookie of the year over Anthony Edwards again, that would be hilarious. That's great. <laughs> that, that would the be still the draft. Thickens. The plot thickens. And he's a member of the Orange and Blue, man. Thank you. Do it with me that. one time, Jay Ellis. Birdman hair. <laughs> <laughs> Salute Travis Hayward, team hashtag new. Salute Antoine McNeil. He says hashtag new to being old. All right. Ryan O'Sullivan checking in from uh, Wales. Can't even pronounce that city, man. I'm not even going to botch your city up, kid. But salute to Wales, everybody in the U.K. up with us. Cheers That's how to you, you say guys. it. Yeah. No, but his, he put his city in there, but I couldn't pronounce it. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, it was C-A-E-R-S-W-S, like Kersus. Oh. Yeah, I'm not even going to botch this man's city, man. Salute to Wales. Uh, salute to Frank Cassiola. What's going on, Frank? How you feeling? A lot of P.E.s in the chat. Saluting the rhyme animals. Somebody said, Chuck D's in here in the mosh pit. Chuck D's mixing it up, man. The chat, the chat could be a cesspool sometimes. You know, Chuck D's right in the middle of it. He, he knows what it is, man. He's out there yeah, prophets of rage, you know. Yeah, stay clean, Chuck. Yeah, man. He's, he's out there prophets of rage. He sees how those mosh pits get down. So Chuck D's always ready. Paul Peace is KFTV with the stats. Yeah, we had a new dynamic here, a new dimension here. You know what I mean? Might have to do that some more often, Ash. Good, good job on the research. Yeah, go ahead, add it to my um my check. <laughs> yeah, yeah. See what I think that girl will cost you a couple <laughs> extra dollars, sir. <laughs> Shout out to uh, CeeLo Torres. He says, yo, CP peeps trying to copy the format, but had to let him know KFTV is the real. CeeLo Torres, appreciate it, man. Definitely hold us down. Let us know. Let us Ooh, know what's going no, on. you know. If you know, you know. <laughs> You know, Who did he say? He didn't. He didn't say any names, Jails. He didn't say any names. Oh, he just said peeps. Yeah, he said peeps. He said peeps. But if you know, you know. You know, no, you know. He kept it diplomatic. He kept it diplomatic. No doubt. Yeah. All right, let's go north of the border. RJ had a good game, so you know my man had to check in. The Canadian Homer. Iller, what's going on? We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match with Indeed. 
Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Yo, what's going on, guys? Uh, first, I want to uh, I want to run a story by UCC. I thought it was interesting. Uh, on your last show, you know, against the Cavs, when I uh, when I called in, I was talking about Izzy. Mm-hmm. I uh, I received like twelve DMs on Instagram. Uh, I went through all of them, and uh, you know, I got so much Iggy like support, which I thought was cool. Oh, nice. Right. But unfortunately, you know, I had to put my profile on privacy. And the uh, funny thing is, uh, yesterday, um, I went to uh, the Athletic Institute, the Hoop. And uh, it's it's a basketball institution here in Ontario where uh, players like Thon Maker, Jamal Murray, and obviously Iggy came out of. Mm-hmm. And uh, some of the guys were like, uh, hey, you're that guy uh, that uh, calls in on uh, Nick Santisi. And oh. I'm like, uh, yeah, because, you know, they know me by name. And, uh, yeah, they were loving it, man. My uh, popularity has uh, risen thanks to Nick Santini. And, you know, I told him I'll always advocate for Izzy. So uh, (laughs) that being said, uh, I want to get to my point. Uh, What I really want to talk about is uh, how I enjoyed uh, RJ's performance this afternoon. Uh, He's truly playing two-way basketball, man. He's shown tremendous progress. Mm-hmm. But you know what I really liked was uh, the R.J. Leonard matchup today. Yeah. Uh, I think nice. uh, R.J.'s Box defense holes. really goes unnoticed, to be honest with you. I mean, no, we uh, I'm not going to lie. When R.J. <laughs> takes the ball in the basket, man, I feel like I'm scoring as well, man. That's how much passion I have for R.J. Uh, I'm having a blast watching him. Uh, his hard work uh, ethics uh, is definitely paying off. Yeah. And I think today was either his 76th or 77th NBA game. I got to double check on that. Yeah. You know, he's 20 years old. I'm loving it, man. I Love think it, we may have found our future franchise player. That's all I got to say. One of Peace. them. I think one of them for sure. Salute. Definitely one of them. You know, we'll see if he could be the guy or not. But uh, another influx of talent won't hurt anybody. But I'm, I'm happy with RJ's progress. That's all you can say. 20 years old, went toe-to-toe with the claw on offense and defense. You know yeah. what I'm saying, Jails? He's got yeah. one of the best defenders in the game trying to guard him. And it was just, it was, you know, it was tough, especially second half when, when the claw started to buckle down. And yeah, he did, he did, you know, posterize RJ. It is what it is. It's a learning experience. It's a learning experience. Uh, yeah, I man. thought the matchup was still nice, though, man. It was, it's still a good one for him. Yeah, exactly. And at the end of the day, he goes toe to toe with the claw. This guy has had problems with efficiency, right? That's the, that's RJ's yeah. thing. Yeah. Problems with efficiency. Goes toe to toe with the claw, and drops twenty three points and shoots sixty four percent from the three. I mean, yeah. from the field. Yeah. So. I don't know, like, no he, he, it looks like he's figured it out, man. It just looked like he figured it out. And this is year two. Apologies are being accepted. <laughs> yeah. Everybody was wilding about RJ's a bust. All he, all, he, all, he, all he is is aggressive. Wilding. He doesn't have anything to his game. 
all that is dead. I haven't heard any of that in a I mean, couple of weeks. I mean, <laughs> to be honest, um, when he started the preseason the way he did, I was encouraged. Even though he went through a slump, I'm like, nah, that can't, like, he's got to be able to come back up, bring it back up. Because he was very efficient in the preseason. Yeah. Very efficient from three, and the free throws continued. So I, I just thought it was um, it was a tough slump. It was a yeah. tough slump that he went through, and, and now he, he's brought his numbers back up. So let, let's go I, ahead and go with it. I think also it's easy to kind of get wrapped up in just wanting to win and wanting to win now, especially when you've gone through periods where that wasn't the case. And I think people forget, you know, bringing it back, RJ is only 20 years old. And I think sometimes we get so ahead of ourselves because we've been in a franchise or fans of a franchise, rather, that consistently has been so up and down and hasn't won the way that we've hoped that they would win that you kind of want to rush the process. Mm -hmm. But, you know, great players, sometimes you get lucky and they're great players right out of the draft. And sometimes they take a season or two. And I think – Fans, although, you know, on top of us needing to fill some other spaces within our team, obviously we still have a lot more work to do. I think one of the things we need to learn this season is patience and not yeah. to rush the 100%. process. And, you know, when you don't rush it, good things happen. And I think we're headed in the right direction. It's not going to happen overnight, but mm-hmm. it's going to happen. You just got to let it happen. Let 100%. it run its course. Man, we have a lot of nice pieces lining up right now man i haven't been this optimistic about the future of this team in a long and uh mavericks keep losing baby i was watching that last night went down to the wire shout out my guy cp3 for putting the dagger in the back Mm. closing the door on a match lost six straight they are reeling on the anniversary of the christophs porzingis trade so it's it's funny man because you know I, i was blasting the trade in terms of what we got back and and now things are kind of looking up for us, J. Ellis. You know, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, DSJ has has accepted a relegation to the G League, mm-hmm. <laughs> and, uh, and and you know we could have a very nice draft pick coming back in this thing. Thanks, and man. and Randall is is playing well in 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 Kristaps's absence, man. Randall's That's the fact. Well. I, 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 I always said, even the night of the trade, because that's, that's when everything started really blowing up for, like, this whole post game, the KP trade. Yeah. I was like, I know everybody's mad, but if you take a step back, it's not as bad as you think. And I feel bad. I do feel bad a little bit because I happen to be a big fan of Luca. And I see him on the sidelines with a towel over his oh, head. Oh, he's weeping. He's weeping. Get that like, man a tissue. Like Seth Curry, and he looks broken. And I'm just like, Luca. You know, you're my guy. I hate it had to be you, but, you know, it had to be Mental you. I'm toughness, sorry. man. Luke <laughs> you know, is I'm crumbling sorry. right now. He yeah, Luke is having a nervous He can't now. handle the adversity, Jail. He's about to force a trade to New York. Yeah, <laughs> yeah a couple <laughs> years, man. I will trade the house for Luca. That's a fact. That's a fact. <laughs> Let's go back to the phone. JJ from Inglewood. JJ, what's going on, bro? What's going on, CP? What's going on, JL? What's up, Ashley? What's good, bro? couple points, man. Love the show, of course, man. But I would say, man, today, uh, oh, yeah, Inglewood, man, home of the Los Angeles Lakers, 17-time <laughs> champions. Let's so get that in there, man. But I think I think this was a good loss for you guys today, man. It's one of those losses where, yeah, it's still an L in the column. But, man, you guys showed a lot of good things today, man. And I think you guys got to start. I think you guys already see it and quickly. But I think what Tiv got to do, man, you got to put him in a starting that lineup. It's gonna it's gonna immediately increase the value of the team because when these free agents now look at the Knicks, instead of they just instead of them making a decision to come over here, 
to play with a good player, now they can possibly come over here and play with the rookie of the year. So that immediately increases the value, man. So if Tibbs can do something like that, which is an easy move, very good for the team, man. And, again, I, I say this every time I call in. What you guys see out of Randall, this is maximum peak, man. So so don't expect anything more. I don't think his trade value is up there because I think the whole league sees that this is all you're going to get. So you got to wait for that contract ends, man. But love the show, man. Appreciate love what you, y'all bro. doing, man. So Lakers, man, number 17. <laughs> I appreciate it, bro. Listen, I, I think um, it's going to come, man. It's only a matter of time. It's only a matter of time. As you see, he's he's getting more responsibility. Now now the minutes are tipping in Quickly's favor. They did the same thing last game as well, where he got a couple more minutes over Alfred. Now he's finishing the game. He got to finish the game today. And like I said, you, you're going to need his offense, more so off ball than on. But even when he's on, the floater game is like he has he has no intermediate jump shot, JL. It's a straight floater. Yeah, man. Shot. That is crazy. His only set jump shot is from beyond the three-point line. That is nuts. Yeah. Like, once he gets to that little arc, you know that little arc part of the foul line? Yeah. Where it, once he gets there, it's all floater from it's there. All it's, floater. Crazy. it's all floater. It's all floater. It's all floater, man. So, yeah, man. Listen, I, I love that quickly. He's here with us. Ash, last three out of the last four games, 25 points, five boards, three dimes. 24 points, three boards, three dimes. 31 points, three boards, four dimes. He's, he's here, man. This, this yeah, he's is still the draft. Absolute steal of the draft. Can't believe we got one. Yeah. We got one. <laughs> we got one. Can't believe it, right? We finally win uh, something in the uh, draft. It was cool, too, because it was watching, like, Lou Will play, like, it was like, you you ever watch Looper? Yeah. Where, like, they go back in time where yeah. they're going to the future? It was like Lou Will currently went back in time to play Lou Will of the past. <laughs> yeah, and, and you saw that. You saw you saw the respect. They dapped each other yeah. up. In the court. Yeah, it was dope, man. And Lou you know, I've been around him a few times. I've actually gotten to speak to him a few times. And he is one of those guys who's not afraid to kind of pass the secrets of the trade to the younger generation. And that's mm. always, you know, appreciate. So the fact that IQ idolizes him and, you know, he lists him as one of his role models, I definitely think that that's somebody, you know, that he can reach out to from this point forward and, you know, get kind of the tricks of the trade. You know, how can I get better? How can I be better? How can I do better? How can I shoot better? I mean, if anybody can give you that advice, if you want that advice from anybody, it's the sixth man of the year himself, Lou Will. So. Yep. Shout out Lou Will, man. Lou Will Ville, he's a real one. That definitely is. So to everybody in the chat, once again, hit that thumbs up button for you boys. Oh, Ryan O'Sullivan from Wales comes back. He says it's his his city is pronounced care sus. All right, so salute to Ryan for uh for uh okay. yeah, Cares us Wales. So salute to everybody out there in the UK. Cheers. Uh good evening to everybody. You know I me. Mean? Where, right. Wherever you guys are checking in from from around the world. Three cities in the chat. Let us know where you guys are checking in from so we can shout you guys out. Salute to everybody in, in uh team hashtag new as well. Uh Iller said we heavy in the map in Ontario, eh? So so we so our peoples in Canada has been checking us out. So Alright. Yeah, right. so salute to Iller for for you know be being a representative of Knicks Fan TV up there in the great north, holding it down on the basketball court. Iller, now now we gotta find out if you got game, man. You you said you're over there hooping with, with where he he dropped names too, JL, so let you yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, he's, I, I, he's I, in the I, same I gym as Jamal Murray. I definitely peeped that. But Ella, I, I need to know that. if like if you're the equipment manager or you getting buckets in there. What are you doing? <laughs> now I need somebody to call from the gym and and verify what's what's yeah, yeah. game Yo, like. Pull a security tape from that. Yeah, we need gym. the tape. 
We need <laughs> tapes. So somebody send us the tapes, man. <laughs> Salute to everybody in the chat once again. Hit that thumbs up on free squads. All right, Dwayne from Yonkers. Dwayne, what's going on, bro? What's up, CP? How you doing, man? How you doing? What's going on? What's up? What's up, Ashley? What's up, Jayless? Um, Hi. Guys, I actually think that Thibs threw his game away, first of all. I think Thibs definitely uh, cost us the game in that fourth quarter. Um, another thing is... Uh, Rivers should definitely not be playing anymore. As of that, he needs to bench himself. Uh, uh, Frank definitely should be taking his spot. This is regardless of Alfred Payton, too. Obviously, Alfred Payton should not be playing either, but Rivers needs to bench himself. We need to get we need to get Mitchell Robinson a lot more touches. It's ridiculous that he goes silent for like long stretches at a time. That's so silly. He, he scores the basket so easily. Of course, we love the quickly floaters and everything, but... Mitchell Robinson gets you dumps and lobs, easy buckets, you know. He's going missing for two two long stretches in the game. Uh, I mean, I just think, you know, those things really cost us the game today, man. It was very disappointing because Rivers is just throwing up bricks, man. He just needs to sit. He's not, also, he's not playing defense. He's completely not playing defense. I don't care what anyone says. He's no, there's no way he's going to be a better defender than Frank. Absolutely no way. Put Frank in the game. Stop this Frank hate from the coaching staff. I don't know what's going on. We need that guy out there, at least until we trade him. Stop this madness. That's all I got to say, guys. Okay. Have a nice evening. Appreciate it, man. Appreciate it. That's a lot to digest. Yeah. He started off with Austin Rivers should bench himself. <laughs> bench no, no. Himself. He, started, he actually started off with Tibbs lost the game. Yeah, he game. said Tibbs lost the game. Okay. Then Austin Rivers should bench himself. Yeah. Which, I'm sorry. That's all I heard. I'm sorry. That was yeah. cold. <laughs> no, nah, I can't. Listen, I, I can't I can't put this one on Tibbs when they just get out gun like that. Yeah, yes, there was questionable be. decisions late when they were in the game. Could have went either way. But all in all, I just they, they just lost to a better team, man. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. you just lose I, to a better team. No, I 100% agree with that. And, you know, I'm quick to put it on Tibbs if it's his yeah. fault. Um, I think, what, the Kings game where his rotations were out, I think that was definitely his fault. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think today was just, like you said, it's you're playing a championship-caliber team mm-hmm. that's loaded with shooters. And, unfortunately, for most of the game, you didn't – you kind of played to their game, which was trying to sh- have a shootout. And you can't do that when you don't have the shooters. A lot of that game – we kind of shied away from what makes us a team and a solid team, at least at this moment in time, and that is our defense and our ability to play defense for four quarters. And I think we got caught up in the fact that our shots were falling for most of the game. We were able to have a lead. We were able to maintain a lead. We were able to keep up. And the fourth quarter was all systems ago for the Clippers, and you just can't compete with that. Once they start rolling, it just is what Too it strong. is. So I don't think Tibbs could have done anything differently to change the outcome of this game. I don't, I just, see, it. I don't see it. They, yeah. they were just they were just too strong. Like I said, look yeah. at look at forget Paul George, forget Kawhi Leonard. Look at how much we gave up to their supporting cast. I mean, Patrick yeah. Patterson, Reggie Jackson, and Serge almost gave you fifty points. Yeah, and those are role players. 129 points. The Clippers average number seven offense in the league. They average 113. We gave them 129. Yeah, and those are exactly players that we're kind of looking for. Those yeah. three ND guys yeah. who can spot up, play defense consistently on both ends. That's yeah. what we're. <laughs> that's what we need, and that's why they won the game. I, I chalk it up to that, man. Yeah, yeah. On the, and on top mm-hmm. of that, if you watch in the first quarter, we were locking down PG and Kawhi, and you yeah. just, other people were able to take the shot. Yeah. I mean, there were other people that that ball was kicked out to that were able to take the shot, and their shots were just falling. I mean, yeah. you have a team full of shooters. It's hard to compete with that for four quarters when you don't have the shooters yourself. So, Agreed. I mean, 
unless Tibbs can manufacture shooters <laughs> on the bench and implement Facts. them in the game, I don't well, know what else he could have done, you know? Well, you know, I, I look to this guy all the time to see, you know, where our supporting cast is going to go. Um, Bullock, eight points. He gave you his usual eight, two for three. Uh, Burks. Burks left his game in the second quarter. He had seven points, one for four from downtown, and didn't give you anything else in the second half. So that's just not going to get it done. That's just, that's just not going to get it done. As far as his comments on Mitch, um, I thought the activity by Mitch and getting Mitch the ball was very good in the first half. Started by what? A Gotham log from who, JLs? RJ to Mitch. Mm-hmm. The exactly. Gotham log. You know, it, it's so refreshing to see when they execute it. Even Peyton. You know, as again, as they were attacking the paint very well in that first half, they were very patient. Randall, yeah. Peyton found Mitch as like the last ditch attempt, you know, on, on a bailout driving to the rim, and, and Mitch was slamming it down. So mm-hmm. you just got to keep it going. Just, just have yeah. to keep it going, attacking and well, feeding. Are, are we going to brush over the whole Austin Rivers should bench himself thing? <laughs> I mean, how, I do, mean, you how, how do you counter that? How do you counter I heard that? I didn't hear anything else after he said that. Apparently, yeah. my memory just went blank after he said how, that. How do you counter that? You know, as JL said, you can kind of tell when Rivers is going to be on or not just by how he starts the game. And if he doesn't have it, he doesn't have it. So that'll be on Tibbs. Just like we saw Kev is now sliding out the rotation. The, the door is ajar if somebody ever gets healthy. What are the stipulations of Rivers' deal? Is he available hypothetically for a trade? Yeah, I think yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. He'd be, be I think we always him. talk about, you know, the usual subs, the usual suspects, Frank and Knox, but I mean, you know. No, I mean, half of these guys are on, on one-year deals. Cheap deals, so. cheap deals. Like they they, they they set up this team to flip them. Yeah. They, to go either or. So it really depends on what's happening, you know? Yeah. Is it out of the question to assume then or to think that, you know, Austin Rivers nah. may be included uh, well, in a trade package he's, or say Levine? If, only if he's playing the Utah Jazz, it seems. <laughs> 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 only if he's playing the Utah I Jazz. Told you, man. If you're going on the game tape any other night, yeah, you ain't looking uh, for him. You ain't checking for him. Put those, put those Utah Jazz posters in his locker room, man. Just yeah. put them all over his room. In Utah, he yeah. must have got the reverse pizza that Michael Jordan got. Yeah. <laughs> he must have had, like, HGH in it or something. Yeah, you got the THC joint. You got the, the THC. The Space Jam special stuff. Facts. <laughs> right, let's try Fredo again, see if he's ready to roll this time. All right, Fredo, you back live, bro. What's going on, man? Hello? Yeah, loud and clear, bro. What's going on? Now he's making dinner. Yeah, what's good, CPJ? How was Ashley? How y'all doing today? Uh-huh. All right. Good, man. How you feeling, bro? I'm chilling. I'm good. Um, I just wanted to talk about uh, Dave's rotation. I was very confused late game because Austin Rivers was just running around. He wasn't confident. And then RJ had a good game. I just don't understand. I was confused about his rotation there. And um, I think people – people. I see a lot of people talking about Obi. I think people just need to give him time to let him find his game. This game, it wasn't really his fault. He was open on a lot of times. A lot of times, I feel like they could have gave it to him. But quickly, and uh, Rivers, they just failed to miss him sometimes. I'm not sure that's just team chemistry or mm-hmm. something got to practice. I don't know. I think we should just give Obi more time to find this game. Another thing is I feel like uh, this team that uh, Leon has put together is very good. We just may be missing one or two few pieces. A spot-up shooter is definitely one of them. I'm not going to completely blame Tibbs for this loss because we did play well. Clippers are a championship team. We're mm-hmm. still rebuilding. I just think the rotations were a little bit iffy. And maybe if we could trade for Levine, you know, not give him too much. Maybe Dallas' first-round pick or 
who knows Rivers <laughs> Bullock, I think we could be good. But otherwise, I'll have to say thank you and join the show. Peace out. Appreciate guys. you, fam. Appreciate you. Fredo's with Ash on the 2K trades, man, for Zach Levine. We're gonna see him to. We're gonna see him tomorrow night. And once yeah. you see him tomorrow night, y'all let me know if, if you still think we could we could get him for a steal. Listen, this is nope. one of the, one of the best players in the NBA. Did right you see now. that Portland? Jesus, uh, I didn't see him last night. I, I didn't did see the game. See I just saw against Dame. I just I just saw the the clutch three pointer at the end, and yeah. it's not been his first one. It, yeah, yeah, yeah. What what do you what do you drop on uh, on Portland last night? Let's look him up. Zach Levine, yeah. could he be on the block? It's not going to be DSJ in the first. Yeah, it ain't, ain't going to be DSJ <laughs> in the first, man. You gonna have to pay to play. Listen, and, I'll uh, give him. I'll give him DSJ. I'll give him Frank. The Vikings at the. <laughs> well, I'll the give table. him DSJ. I'll give him Frank. I'll give him Knox. I'll give him Rivers. And I'll give him first. <laughs> That's not uh, enough. That no. No. <laughs> you no. need to. You, you're gonna have to give up. Step aside. I'll make it happen. <laughs> yeah. The Vikings at the trade table making the deals. The Vikings you know. at the trade table. <laughs> right now, it's about time the basketball gods turn in our favor. I will make it happen because y'all just are trying to trade the house on the first shot. And no, we're going to start at the bottom and work our way up. I'm trying to get you. <laughs> started nah, from the bottom. It's going to cost the grip, man. 26, <laughs> 5, and 5. Zach Levine, you know, beast man. Absolutely beasting right now. What can you say? He dropped 26 and 4, 75% from the field, 75% from three last night. I don't know how many attempts. 100% from the free throw line. This boy's playing. Played on the Tibbs, former former Tibbs disciple. Uh, Spoke highly of Tibbs and and had a good year on the Tibbs. Had had a very good year on the Tibbs, did Zach Levine. So we'll see. We'll, We'll see. I'm not sure what the, what the trade market will have for him, but nah, I don't I don't see the I don't see him in the next favor. But but Ian Begley does say that they're going to monitor the situation still, as they should with everything, Jails. As exactly, exactly. Yeah, uh, and, and the way he's playing now, you wonder if he still has uh, is is he still upset with the coach the way he's playing? I know they're not winning anymore. That's a, that's the thing. Oh, with win. Billy D. I mean, Billy yeah. D. just got there though. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. So that was the thing. That was that was the whole line. Yeah. Like he was upset with the coaching situation and he wanted to leave. Right, right. That mm-hmm. was that was, but that was with uh, with the other guy with right. Boylan and and the previous regime. So we'll see. I I also I, I want to speak to Corey about it. Corey Corey um, Tyler of a Harwood Herald. He's a Bulls fan. We should definitely get him on before the trade deadline and find out what's going on with him. Yeah. Why would they even be looking to trade Zach Levine? We got to ask yeah. P too. He's in Chicago. He got to have his yeah, ear to the streets. Yeah. yeah, we got to call P. P got his ears to the streets. Yeah. Actually, I got, I'm talking to Corey too about, yeah, he's going to be here. I have to talk. Okay. 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 No doubt. No doubt. So, to everybody in the chat, once again, hit that thumbs up button for your squad. Um, Ash, you want to shout out in the chat, man? Anybody in the chat you want to shout out? Um, shout out to James Smith saying Ash make it happen. Said Iggy too. Okay. That's gonna set you off. He's coming after you, man. Fritz Elliott said Leon needs to hire Ash. I love that trade. <laughs> um, <laughs> Papa Left said Ash trying to smack her phone five times and turn DSJ Frank and Knox into Steph Clay and Draymond. <laughs> Um, <laughs> Ashley with her trade broker bag. Listen, I am going to make this trade happen. Send me into the boardroom. Send me to Chicago, and I happening. promise you, I may come out with another player on top of Levine. We may get two for one. Listen, nah. I got it. Let me. 
Like the hashtag, let Russ cook, let Ash cook. I got this. <laughs> let Ash cook. JL, so you want to shout out in the chat, man. All right, let Ash cook. Right. <laughs> <laughs> shout out to Jeffy Vasquez. Shout out to, shout out to uh, the Sheldon, man. Shout out to Tiger Style. Yeah. Chris O. I saw my guy. I, I saw... I saw young Simba in here earlier. I saw you in here earlier. Pretty sure you're still here, so shout out to you as well. Junior Karoma, uh, shout out to the Mazes yeah. holding it down. And, yeah, that's it, man. Shout out to everybody good. who supports the channel. Yeah, good show, man. And then Knicks, Knicks are in Chicago to take on Zach Levine tomorrow night. So uh, you know where we'll be at. Keep it locked. Knicks Fan TV, number one show for the fans by the fans. Um, real quick, as, as we mentioned earlier, as, as Ash mentioned, putting DSA in a trade, um, he's decided to, to take his talents to the G League. And so the G League is set to kick off next week. DSJ mm-hmm. will be going down, and the Knicks have okayed it. Tom Thibodeau has said he embraces the G League and, and fully accepts um, GSJ's decision, man. So what do you guys think about that? Man, I mean, this, this is a – I like it, man. I like it. It's, it proves that, you know, maybe the culture of this team is rubbing off because I feel like, you know, older DSJ would have pouted. He would have he would have uh, not spoken to the media. He would have disappeared and – Something crazy like that, but I just I just feel like the way this team is set up with the coach that's being established, I, I think um, it, it maybe helps him to realize that you know maybe this is the best move, and maybe it's a, you know a maturation pro- uh, a maturation process for DSJ himself, you know, mm-hmm. uh, realizing sometimes you know, as a man you have to step back, take a step back to go forward. You you don't always get what you want right when you want it. You have to destroy before you build sometimes. So it's it's a good look for him to get in the G League. Yeah. Reps and beat up all- yeah, what's your take on it? Oh, lost him, lost him, lost him. Hang on, hang on, hang on. The actual team, you want to be in the building. So Wait, you- Ash, repeat your thoughts because I, uh, I, I, I cut out. I cut out the connection. Oh, yeah, well, I was gonna, I was gonna say the same thing that Jay Ellis, you know, just going ham to was <laughs> was basically that. Look, it takes a lot for you to kind of make that move to make that decision. Everybody wants to be in the garden. Everybody wants to be with the actual NBA team, putting in work, whether it's on the court, in practice, even if you're just in the building. So for him to kind of take that step back and say, look, I understand that maybe you guys need to see more from me, and if I can't do that here, then let me do it in the G League. That speaks a lot to his character. That's not an easy decision to make. That's an ego decision or a lack of an ego decision, rather. And, you know, for him to make it, I'm I'm definitely impressed with it and definitely all credit to him. And I yeah. hope that, you know, it works out in his favor. And even if it's not going to be with the Knicks, I hope that that G League experience kind of gets put, put some film underneath his belt that if it's not with the Knicks, that another team can see it and see his potential because I do think that he has a place in this league somewhere. Yeah, I, I agree, man. And first I got to look at the, you know, the, the culture of our organization because last year that was a big topic of conversation and neither Fisdale nor uh, Mike Miller really, you know, accepted that. Or Scott Perry, for that matter, Steve Miller. Right. And no yeah. one really wanted to send Frank a DSJ or even Kevin Knox when they were struggling and not getting playing mm-hmm. time. Their philosophy was that, you know, their player development can, can also happen uh, observing from the bench. And, and and Tibbs is part of that as well, but, but he's also embracing that if you're not going to play, you're going to get sent down. And we know that Tibbs is not going to play all these young guys. Iggy's not going to get burned, and DSJ's not going to get burned. So, 
They're going to embrace that G League. They're also building out their developmental staff. So that's a good sign. I think that's a good sign. And then for DSA, that that's great for him. You know what I mean? He, he's in a, yeah. the last year of his deal. So whether it's it's a rebound with the Knicks, who knows? Maybe he comes back second half and leads us to the playoffs. I think that would be a, that'd be a great story. That would be crazy. But, <laughs> but listen, you, you saw the I t- will literally yeah. go streaking on 2nd Avenue <laughs> if that happens. <laughs> Like, we got <laughs> Ashley, Ashley fan TV in the chat. We'll go crazy, baby. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, nah, I think, uh, listen, this is a good move for him, good move for the organization, mm-hmm. and see if he could, um, you know, rebound on his career. So we'll see, man. We'll see. But definitely uh great show, guys. Let me find my outro music. Salute to everybody in the chat once again. Hit that thumbs up button for your squad, as usual. Tough loss, man. Knicks go down 129 and 115. But as we said, there were definitely positives to take away from this one, and that was certainly the play of R.J. Barrett, the play of Emmanuel Quickly, Julius Randle as well. So all in all, you know, tough loss, but as we look for positive signs in terms of player development, you know, that that was definitely on this play. <laughs> I at least the first I told you. I was like, this is gonna get crazy. Chat speed it up. <laughs> exactly. Ashley Fan I'm TV so going sorry. crazy today. <laughs> Ashley only fan back in a frenzy. <laughs> I would literally be that happy though. Like, I'm not even gonna lie. Like I, I let Ash cook. You know what I mean? Like I, I. <laughs> oh God. I know. I kind of was joking, and I kind of was <laughs> like going to the playoffs. I would have been like, "Listen, all butts are off." Hey, that's a fact. That, that's a fact. JLS got it. Uh, side us out. Man. Yeah, um, definitely check out <laughs> Breaking the chat, man. I thought we I thought we were good footing from that first show, man. We were we were on a downward trend. Now the mods are working in overtime again. TM, I'm sorry, man. Oh my I apologize. God. I'm thinking I don't want people to spike Lee on this. All right. <laughs> <laughs> all right, listen to the guitar show on all audio platforms that is SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, all that noise. Definitely check that out. Also, also check out our show on youtube.com slash show where you can catch uh, me, Ryan G, and, and Raw, and numerous other people on the show from time to time when we talk next. Also, check out the, the um, social medias that is BKOT show on Twitter. The Naked Time Show on Instagram and Facebook, and also check out the NakedTimeShow.com. You can catch the blogs from my writers and some merch as well. That is all. Back to you, Ash and Seafood. <laughs> Ash again. As usual, you guys can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Ash Nicole Moss. Make sure you subscribe to my channel, All In with Ashley Nicole, on YouTube. Um, CP and I, like I said, we have something really special coming your way soon. Tuesday, we have Victor Cruz, but don't forget that. You know, the Cowboy fan in me is going to 
be suffering that day, but that's all right. <laughs> don't worry, don't worry, Pam. We'll, we'll, we'll find a window for you to talk. Don't and, worry, man. Don't worry. And um, hashtag nine god, hashtag let Ash cook. <laughs> that's a fact. That's a fact. Salute everybody in the chat once again. Hit that thumbs up button for your squad one more right. time. <laughs> tough loss, tough loss, man. But uh, we'll bounce back tomorrow against the Bulls. Keep the conversation rolling, though. Leave a comment after the show goes off the air. Leave a comment underneath the video. Let us know what you thought. Um, so to everybody who's purchasing the Next Fan TV snapbacks. I think somebody purchased one live while we were on the air, so definitely appreciate it. If you didn't get yours, you can get it right under this video. There's also links going around in the chat as well. Remember, this show is available in audio podcast format, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Alexa, Stitcher, Google Play, all major podcast platforms on the Next Fan TV. So, uh, yeah, man, don't forget, people, Tuesday night, let's get the Zach Levine highlights out of here. Tuesday, it's Victor Cruz coming through, crashing Knicks fan TV. Yeah, we're going to talk a lot of Giants at you, but don't worry. We're going to talk Super Bowl preview as well, and we're going to talk some Knicks as well with Cruz. Looking forward to that one. And, uh, yeah, man, let me salute some more. I think we had a lot of more Super Chats come in, so let me make sure we take care of our supporters and uh and acknowledge them who else we got in here we have our uh, tiger styles this frank's going to be known for three things defense groin pulls and being the biggest tease in Knicks history period what a tease <laughs> frank hive your hero was a phony all along Ooh, man tiger style with the with the venom Will Gramotes says, after the game, lots of praise from Ty Lue and Clippers on how competitive and tough the Knicks are. Word is getting around the league. Real culture change. All right, so I didn't hear that, but that's cool. It's good to hear that. Good to hear that. Relly Rel got through him. Uh, Fritz Elliott, appreciate it. Paula says, play Frank over Alfred. Tired of RJ. Oh, yeah, we got that one as well. Mama said, don't trust you. Excellent name as usual, Jails. Mama said, don't trust you, says... uh, we played good today, just not good enough for a win. But much needed lesson for the time as a whole. Film day will be a class to remember for them. Yeah, I agree with that. Nick Sainan says OB equals Kenny Skywalker 2.0. A lot of comparisons to Skywalker. I think it's a little too early though. Shout out my guy Hospy. Hospy cops is Nick's fan TV hashtag. He says we'll upgrade our PG1 this summer. If we had gotten a guy like CP3, we'd be stoked with quickly playing this well off the bench. IQ's our future six man of the year. Ralph Lewis says, IQ probably probably tired of always having to put it, put the fire out. Start that man. Also, why was RJ on the bench for half of the fourth? Rivers, a pickup player. Bees Noriega says, we played hard and stayed competitive till the end. Yeah. On a Sunday. Lord's Day. You want to go like that? Okay. We played hard and stayed competitive till the end. But the boys are bowling, and the basketball IQ has improved dramatically. Definitely appreciate that. I agree with that. Troy Hendrickson says, not Obi's fault. Tibbs using Obi as a wing. Not his game whatsoever. Run a player two for the kid. I think they'll get there, man. Just like they, they're finding RJ in his spots, you know, getting him in positions to be successful out there. I think Obi's time will come, man. It's, it's, it's going to come. Robert Paris says, IQ off the bench works for now. Tibbs forcing him to play deep. Half Nation says Obi needs a point guard that can get him the ball, but the second unit is filled with scorers, but no facilitator. He's running suicides out there. <laughs> no lobs, no nothing. Yeah, it's got a point. It's got a point, Half Nation. 
Junior Karama says the draft lottery stays screwing us over for years, but we're finally proving them wrong with picks like IQ, RJ, Mitch in second round, and Obi falling right to us. Ron Hansby Jr. appreciates you, Ron. He said, too many fans panicking. Nick uh, Clippers are the number two seed in the West for a reason. Like Ash said, this was a good loss for us. Trust the process. Mangu Man says, salute to all my Dominicans out there. It takes two seconds to hit the like button. Yeah, let's get those thumbs up button. Hit that like button. I'm going to keep saying it until it happens. Feed OB and Mitch in transition, please. Sunday game, no ducking that supervisor today. <laughs> so, all right, so no work for him. All right, no doubt. Illa says, yo, CP, I can hoop, bro. I'll show you New York is how it's done. Free whoa, Iggy. Whoa. 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 That sounded like that was a direct challenge for yeah. New York. That, yeah. That's I've different. Seen, I've seen Canadians play basketball, Drake. <laughs> Justin Bieber, not that <laughs> So, Illa, we don't believe you. Hey, I got one player in the league killing me going off the, the, the handle. I don't well, believe you can verify. Now they they got bullets, man. We got, yeah, they they do, got they RJ, do. Jamal Murray, Shea Gilgis, but it might yeah, not be Illa. Illa, you got to verify, bro. We, <laughs> we don't believe you, man. Uh, to the rhyme animal, Chuck D says clips are bought, purchased, and designed to beat one team. That's the Lakers. It's a fact. They're ready to go. Yeah. Ron and them better uh, wake up. Juan Rosario says love the show. Thumbs up on the squad. I've been following since I was stationed in Italy. Keep up the good work. Ashley's on fire. So Juan, appreciate it. Appreciate it, Juan. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Thanks for your service as well. And uh, no doubt, no doubt, he's, he's a member of Ashley Fan TV, so no doubt. No doubt. <laughs> Let Ash cook. You know? <laughs> Chuck D says, G League should be an extension, not a demotion. DSJ Frank has a tandem, 35-minute reps, maybe OB Knox, too. Use the G League. Agree with you 100% on that. Not going to use him, send to the G League and let him play. That's the fact. Appreciate you, Chuck. Appreciate everybody for watching. Hit that thumbs up on the free squad one more time. See you guys tomorrow night. Before Shopify, were you wondering, where are my sales at? Now you're selling with Shopify, the global commerce platform supercharging your selling. You have no problem selling online, in person, on social media, and beyond. Gary, easy on the cha-ching. <clears throat> oh, sorry, but my Shopify sales are through the roof. Start selling with Shopify today and discover how millions of businesses around the world use Shopify to ignite their selling. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash listen. Shopify.com slash listen.